Are you ready to overcome the complexities and burdens that come with your success? Join the team at Centura Wealth Advisory in the Live Life Liberated podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Live Life Liberated with the team from Centura Wealth Advisory. Today, we've got Derek Myron and Kyle Malmstrom in studio. We're talking about some big things today, guys, right? Yes, we are. Thanks for having us today, Eric. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys again. Derek, how are you? Great to be with you again, Eric. It's been a while, my man. All right. So today, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that there's some new legislation, right? It's being introduced, and it's going to affect people and their money. And that's what you guys are talking about today, correct? That's right. So All we're right. just, uh, we're two months into the Biden presidency and proposed tax changes are getting tabled. You know, on the 25th of March, Bernie Sanders introduced legislation uh, titled For the 99.5% Act. And it's a whole host of changes with regards to estate and gift tax and capital gains tax planning. So we wanted to talk about that and what everyone should be doing this year to help minimize the impact. All right. I'm here to learn with the audience. Great. The following Monday, Senator Chris Von Hollen uh, introduced a bill that would uh, affect tax on capital gains, death, and many other, and gifts as well. So the combination of the two has provided us a whole laundry list of things to discuss and how it's going to affect uh, clients that we serve. Yeah, Derek sent out an intern an email last week. I thought that was really helpful so we could all kind of gather around and talk about all the changes. And he had summarized quite a few of the changes, and I think it would be helpful if we go through those. But in the context of the conversation, just for our audience, when we talk about estate planning, we talk about estate taxes and gift taxes. I just want to put the, the yardstick out there and, and have Derek explain so everyone has a good understanding of what we're talking about. Hey, what are estate taxes, Derek? Let's make sure everybody gets what that is. Yeah, why don't we separate taxes between income taxes and wealth transfer taxes? So the income taxes are income and capital gains, and that's on one side of the ledger. And the other side is estate, gift, and gift generation skip. Those three things work together. So let's talk about the current law, uh, Trump Tax Cuts, uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was introduced in 2017, took the exemption, the amount each taxpayer in the United States could give to their family from about five and a half million, and today it's $11.7 million. So you could give away that 11.7 million plus $15,000 per person every year to as many people every year as you want. Okay. Those are the two exemption, the, the two amounts that you're allowed to give away without estate gift or gift generation skipping tax. So their proposal, Bernie Sanders proposal is to lower the 11.7 million to three and a half million dollars. And the key here is what we advertised last year is gosh, they could make it retroactive to January 1st, 2021. The good news in the in the proposal that was made uh, two weeks ago is that the proposal is to go into effect January 1st, 2022. So that was the first. The second is that they, instead of being able to give away the 11.7, which would go down to 3.5, they're going to limit the gifts down to a million dollars by next year. That will really impact a lot of estate planning that uh, taxpayers often consider. 
Next is that they're going to increase the rates. Instead, before it was a flat 40%. Any money over that exemption amount is a flat 40%. They're now going to jump that to 45%. And then for estates north of 10 million, goes to 50%. And then if you're lucky enough to have an estate over 50 million, goes to 55. And then over a billion dollars, they want to tax it at 65%. That's the proposal. So they also are want to eliminate a whole bunch of tools in the toolbox for state planners on how to mitigate these taxes. And um, they also are considering eliminating step-up basis. When you die, you typically get a step-up in basis. And they're thinking about potentially eliminating or eliminating in some kind of trust. Now, none of this is passed. This is just what's been proposed. Yeah, it's... it's going to be quite painful but fortunately we got an opportunity here you know on the on the other bill they were talking about some of the other tools that they're trying to take away won't get into the details too much but there's some rules with grantor retained annuity trust that a lot of people have used over over the last couple of decades they want to make that minimum term 10 years and a 25 percent value of the remainder interest which is a pretty dramatic change from what was previous they want to eliminate or reduce the value of the, the discounts on transfers from entities that uh, don't conduct trade or business. Uh, that's a pretty common technique, and that would affect uh, uh, a lot of planning. There's also the sale. Um, there's some grantor trust rules that they want to change. So that before you could you could do some trades between a grantor trust and not have to pay the capital gains, they want to they want to eliminate that and being able to shift assets around. There's a whole host of things, and then the final one is they want to. They want to take the capital gains tax and they want to, well, you used to get a step up in basis when someone passed away. So if as the beneficiary, you inherit an asset, you don't have to pay gains on it if you sell it. But they decided, hey, maybe we should uh, only allow a $1 million exemption on the unrealized capital gain or $2 million for a couple and then tax the rest of it. So like, to what Derek was saying, hey, there's a lot of changes that are proposed. We don't know what's going to come out, but I think it's really clear that they got their target on raising taxes on the wealthy, and it's going to be some combination of these. Which ones? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows, but it, it, they have been advertising on the estate tax exemption to bring that down to $3.5 million For, I mean, Biden ran on that, so I can't imagine that that's not going to get passed at some point. It sounds like an all-out assault on wealth transfer strategies is what it sounds like to me, Derek. Yeah, I think even beyond that, it's 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 very clear that at the federal level, state level, and the city level, municipality level, that all of these budgets are blown, and they need money, and a lot of these things are targeted to the rich. But some of these things, if you live in California, these aren't targeted to the rich. These are some of these things are targeted towards just middle class families. You know, if you own a house in California for 30, 40, 50 years, this is going to affect you. So who knows what's going to shake out, but it's clear that they're after revenue and they're coming after it from the wealthy and also the middle class. And this is just what is happening at the federal level. The states also have, they're putting together their legislation as well to figure out how they can increase revenue as well. So it's April, 2021. Why are we talking about this today? Right? I mean, if, if nothing's passed, what we often hear from clients is, well, let's see what, the, what, what happens. And we talked about this last year. In July of last year, kind of the same story was, hey, if Biden wins, expect 
a whole truckload of tax changes, potentially. And what was discussed last year was that they could go retroactive, which Derek talked about. So you had to get the planning done before the end of the year. Well, we got a one-year pass on that. And so here well, we are. We're, we're, we're uncertain. We, we hope. We hope that the yeah, legislation stays as is, that we get this one-year pass and that this legislation becomes effective January 1st, 2022. So what does that mean for us today? That means that there's potentially still an, another one-year window. Last year, we warned this window may not be here. Today, with what came out two weeks ago, it appears that the, there's an additional eight months left here that we can get this work done for our clients, for those clients who didn't get this done. And this is... I, I just can't stress this enough. If you have a 10, a 50, a hundred million, $200 million estate or more, th this could be an unbelievable opportunity that could, could be lost. If, if, if you do not take action, taking action now could really mean a, a unbelievable difference in your estate over the next couple of decades. Oftentimes what we hear from, clients is, gosh, doing estate planning, if, even if I'm in my 40s or 50s or 60s, I'm too young. And gosh, the thought of giving away a lion's share of my estate is not appealing. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know what risks are going to come my way. I don't know what bad outcomes may happen to my overall family and, and estate. And I need control and flexibility. Giving away $23 million or $50 million of my assets today without flexibility causes me concern. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. You know, they always want to, every client we have at the end of their first goal is to make sure they're taken care of, make sure that their lifestyle is not impacted. And to Derek's point, if you're younger and you're a business owner, making that transition and giving away a bunch of money doesn't necessarily sound attractive, but there's some strategies where you can kind of get your cake and eat it too, everybody's situation specific, um, but it's worth discussing today. And these strategies, they're not, you don't just walk in and order it up and you got it. I mean, these take some time and real thought because it's a lot of money and it's about control and flexibility and long-term planning. And you, and you need to really kind of commit to the process to make sure you get the right outcome. Because you don't want to, you know, what prohibits people from doing it is, well, what if I don't make the right decision and I'm going to regret it, right? Well, that's where you, you spend the time and you think through it and you say, hey, this is the pros and the cons. And I think we got a lot more, more pros for the right people than cons, but you got to take the time. And so we bring this to everybody in April because what we're hearing from estate planning attorneys, and, and at least was what I'm hearing from estate planning attorneys, is they... And I know how busy we were at the end of last year. Everybody thinks this year is going to be just a landslide of work. Just the end of the year is just going to be crazy. And we're trying to get the message out now, right? So that what happens at the end of the year, you don't get caught up with everybody else trying to, to cram this type of planning. And if they pass this, this legislation, you don't want to be, you don't want to be the last guy coming to the attorney because you're not, it, it, you're going to be way back in line. Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say in, in my 23 years in the business, um, I last year was the busiest year 
And this year, starting in January, I've hardly had an hour free. I've never had a January that busy. And so this year is shaping up to be even busier than last year. And it's going to be very difficult to get, if, if you wait, to get the estate planning attorney, the CPA, the valuation firms, to get all those people's attention to focus on your estate planning. Plan early. Get the plans put in place early. And there was a special gift given to us by the IRS. And that special gift, the Treasury and the IRS issued final regs. It's IR 2019-189. What does that say? What is that special gift? That gift says when the Trump tax cuts in 2017 that went into effect January 1st, 2018, and gave you this exemption that was $11.5 million, today is $11.7 million. If you, the taxpayer, consume and give away that gift, the IRS cannot claw it back from you. It, that gift was scheduled to sunset as of January 1st, 2026. It was going to go from... 11.7 million was going to go back down to around five and a half to six million dollars. So it was already going to sunset out in five years, six years later. But if the law is changed by the Biden administration, we still we have this this IR 2019-189 that says they cannot claw it back from you. Okay, so, so use I'm it use it. It's right? use it or lose it, right? Because at the end of this year, if they January first lower to three and a half million, and you've just lost that eight million dollar exemption per individual, plus if they're able to limit you to only be able to give away a million dollars, the growth on those assets are going to remain in your estate as well. So we're talking about something super punitive. Now, what Kyle just said about having your cake and eat, eating it too, I'll, I'll liken this to what. Mr. Rockefeller said, own nothing, control everything. How can I have my cake and eat it too? How can I get my assets? You know, there's, there's three beneficiaries down the road. After the money that you consume for yourself, you've been very, very fortunate to build this big estate, $50, $100 million. And it's providing plenty enough income for you and your spouse. And there's three beneficiaries at the end of life. It's the how much money is going to go to friends and family. How much money is going to go to charity and how much money is going to go to the government? If you want to do the best to cut number three out, do the planning today. Then down the road, you can decide how much do I want to go to friends and family and how much do I want to go to charity, whether during my life or at the end of my life. But it's going to give you the flexibility such that you can decide what your intended, who your intended beneficiaries and to do the best job to eliminate unintended beneficiaries. I would touch upon, so Derek, let's let's talk about that 11.7 that's going to sunset back down to $6 million and if Biden changes that exemption down to $3.5 million, historically speaking, for, for the audience to get some context, since 1916, this is the highest that number is ever going to be from a cost of inflation uh, indexed number. It is historically as high as it's ever going to be, and the normal historical average is probably closer to the over that 1916 to present it's probably closer to one two million bucks so three and a half still going to be on the high side but this 11 and 11.7 today is could be the last time families see this in their in their lifetime i don't know but 
historically speaking, you know, we had Trump came in and he was a proponent of many things that were beneficial to wealthy families and preser- and preserving liberty and 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 he made that number exceptionally high historically speaking. So I just want to make sure everyone understood that point there. So what actions do we need to take, Derek, other than, you know, coming in and talking to people? I think the the message is the early bird gets the worm here. And to Derek's point, the CPAs, EPAs, fiduciary trust companies, they're going to get slammed. They are going to get slammed at the end of this year. And when we meet with our clients, and, and Derek, I, you and I share this all the time, is we don't know what the legislation is going to be, but we, we have a pretty good idea what is going to come down the chute. So we can get our blueprint ready today. And we can that way we can just execute the plan as needed as legislation comes down the pike. If it doesn't happen, we still got a plan together. We still know where we're going to go. But that pivoting at the last moment, the procrastinators in the world are going to find themselves in a precarious situation. And they may be looking back in the rearview mirror a year from now going, man, I, man, I really should have taken some action. Uh, and, I, and I believe that. I, I, there's no question there's going to be people left without professionals' capacity to even get it done. It, it shocks me how few people have really taken action here. And so what should you do? If you're listening to this podcast and saying, gosh, that's me, I have this large estate, and I am worried that uh, this a very large chunk of it could go away down the road or, or could could force our family to sell our business in order to pay estate taxes, you know, I want to protect the family. What should I do? All, we advise all taxpayers to do is get with a professional team and get all the facts, the assumptions, and the goals spelled out. Here are my facts, the assumptions we want to make, and the the goals. And there's likely competing goals in that. You know, that's in in our case, we this is a six, eight, ten, twelve page document to really identify what's important to the family. What are the sacred cows? Okay, from that, who is the professional roster of the people that currently serve? What are the strategies that should be considered and memorialized and written out to look at what are the advantages, what are the disadvantages, what are the costs to set up, what are the costs to implement, what are the costs to manage, what are the risks, and it, this is an iterative process to get down to, okay, yes, I like A, I like B, I don't like C, what, what can we do about that? And it's just this building this blueprint of what you need to put in place. And these things take time. Oftentimes, you're setting up trusts in different states. You need bureaucratic officials in other states to do stuff out of our control. You need valuation people to do stuff. You need estate planning people to do stuff. You may need CPA people to do stuff. There's just a lot of coordination of third parties. You may need private fiduciaries. And that coordination just takes time. And frankly, there are not enough professionals to handle the onslaught of what what is going to come. And we are already probably at 75, 85% of capacity today. And I, I know that fourth quarter is going to be no vacations and not a lot of fun for uh, my family. But uh, this is the profession I've chosen, and uh, it's a fantastic time to be in the business. And we're going to be able to help a lot of people. But 
folks need to plan and plan early. That's well said. I would add that coming last year, some of the you know some of this stuff is so specialized, and to find the right people to do the strategies to 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 meet those your goals, what you're trying to do, and what's important to you, to take that time and to get the right people to to put it together just exactly like it should be put together. Those professionals, to Derek's point, there's not enough of them, and they've already told us, hey. I bet I stopped taking clients in September because I got to finish all the work that's going to be lined up. And who can jump into that? You know, who are they going to accept? Well, it's going to be supply and demand, right? And at some point, people worth $100 million, $200 million are going to have more money to spend on it because there's more value uh, potentially for those families. And maybe they up the ante. I don't know. Um, but the short version is you got to, you should probably get started if you're in that 10 to 25 million dollar range you it would behoove you to take the time today to sit down and say hey what's really important what could really happen let's model this thing out and so decide to Derek's point hey are these beneficiaries the right beneficiaries and how can i serve how can i still maintain that flexibility and control and 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 put my family in the right situation or my charity uh I don't know anybody that wants to benefit the IRS necessarily. I suspect there are people out there that don't mind paying, but they would like to minimize it as much as possible. And so getting in now, it's just going to make it easier, and I, and I think it's going to be cheaper for people too. Don't you agree with that, Derek? Absolutely. So I, I'm amazed how little a lot of folks, very wealthy folks, have, have done for themselves. And... I, I can't, you know, there's probably a lot of reasons why life's busy, it's complicated, but this is probably an opportunity that, just like you said, that, that may not come around for decades, um, you know, with with what's happened with budgets uh, across the world. So um, get in, figure out what your plan is with your people, understand what the options are. I'm amazed by f- how many people believe that, there just isn't a lot of options or the, uh, the options. I, I don't want to go to jail with the option. I, I hear that often. I'm like, well, you know, there are so many different things that could be considered and the combination of fantastic law for wealthy folks that's been in place now for the last three years that people can take advantage of, super low interest rates, and the pandemic. The combination of those three things can cause wealthy families to do fantastic estate planning today and um, people are going to look back and there will be many many folks that are going to look back and say what if i only would have and so this is you know we're just trying to sound that alarm bell now it's early april you probably have four or five months to to get the team in place to get it done by year end and to kyle's point costs are just going to going to escalate two, three, four X the longer we go in the year. I, that's my, uh, that's my guesstimate about what likely will transpire this year. I want to tie the end of this to the beginning. And that was, we went through a number of proposals that were in, uh, from the, from Bernie Sanders and Von Holland and, and what they were trying to attack on, on the estate planning side, not only from just the numbers and the rates, but the tools. And to Derek's point, hey, there's a lot of tools, and people don't necessarily understand all the tools. And you may have a great professional in your life, but if they're not versed on all the tools, 
They're only going to show you what they have and then that they're familiar with. We have 40 to 50 different strategies. We've worked with all the all kinds of estate planning attorneys and CPAs across the country, and we understand it, and your professionals might understand it too, but the, what I'm trying to communicate is they're attacking some of those tools and some of those options that might be perfect for your situation could be under scrutiny, Could the laws could change, they could eliminate the right strategy that could be perfect for your situation. And it would be a shame if, if you found that out next year you're like oh man i should have done that that would be you know all i all i had to do is go talk to the professionals and sit down and spend a little time and not all the state planning has to be super complicated there could be one specific transaction that sets the sweet spot for you that accomplishes everything you want to do keeps it simple enough gets money out of the estate you know it's, everybody's situation is different but just know that they're coming after some of those tools and there'll be new tools down the road but Right now, we, um, the attorneys and CPAs and the, the whole financial planning community understand the ones we have, and we know how to use them, and let's get them in place because they might be the right one. Yeah, I would say the difference between this year and next year, if we're talking about estate planning, they're going to take away 70 80% of the thing. If Now, remember, this is proposed legislation, right? So this is the shot across the bow. This is what we want to do. And there may have to be some compromises. Now, what I've what I've read is in the House, what they want in order to vote for this is there's four or five House members that want um, the SALT deductions added back to, which is the state and local income tax. They want, you know, so there's House members in, on the East Coast and the West Coast that are saying, hey, if you want us to vote for this, you need to, President Trump took away this these SALT deductions. And they want to put that back in the bill. Now, who knows if they're going to be able to do that. But um, I have a feeling there's going to be something pretty close to what's been offered here. Now, there may ha- there's going to be compromises on different things. But, but I think there's a lot of this that is going to happen. And the ability to what we can do today versus next year, if this is what stands, they're going to remove 60, 70, 80 percent of the valuable things that can be done. And my recommendation to anybody listening to this podcast, probably the hour best spent this year will be with your professionals talking about this issue, saying, is there anything I should consider doing before year end? Should I consider, what should I consider on the income and capital gains front? What should I consider doing on the gift, gift generation skip in the estate tax Talking about those two issues to get yourself set up for what's changes coming and it's going to happen. Don't know what it's exactly it's going to look like, but I think this is going to be the best hour you spend all year. I second that. I totally believe everything you just said, Derek, and wholeheartedly agree that people just need to take the action and, and make a little bit of time because the benefit relative to the time is is just night and day it's just it's just too massive and at the end of the year you're not you're not gonna be able to get in is my assessment so here's the call to action the call to action is contact your professionals if you do this and you find out some amazing stuff send us a note saying thanks for causing being the impetus to having me go take that we love hearing that if you don't think you have the right people 
or would like a second opinion, contact us. Uh, send us uh, an email or give us a call at our office. Uh, the, the office number is 858-771-9500, 858-771-9500. I, or send us an email. Emails for, you can get our emails from our website, and our website is at centurawealth.com, C-E-N-T-U-R-A, wealth.com. So, um, Kyle, thanks for spending the time today. Eric, thanks for hosting us today on this podcast. Yeah, guys, this this is fantastic. Uh, Derek, I actually want to go back to something you said because this is timely. This is important and, I believe, urgent information that people need to know. Uh, and, and to quote you, taking action now can dramatically change the future of your estate. And I would, I would look at the flip side of that coin just because that's the kind of guy I am. Not taking action now can dramatically affect the future of your estate, right? Uh, I think it works both ways because either you're going to plan or somebody else is going to plan for you. Um, and it's Uncle Sam does not do planning well, in my opinion. So that's just my opinion. Uh, but I, I thought that was very powerful. Doing something, you know, taking action now can dramatically change the future of your estate. I think everybody needs to hear that. So, guys, thank you so much. What, what a bunch of great information today. Thank you so much for your time. Our pleasure. Thank Thanks you for Eric. having us, Eric. You bet. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Live Life Liberated podcast with the team from Centura Wealth Advisory. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when they come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And this is one you need to share. I'll just be straightforward and honest with you. Share this one with anybody in your circle that you think is going to be affected by these possible changes or when these changes go into effect. Um, if they can get something done now that prevents them from from having this affect them in a big way in 10, 20, 15, 30, 40 years, who knows, um, they'll thank you. So please share this podcast with them. You guys can discuss it and then make some phone calls. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Centura Wealth Advisory, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Live Life Liberated podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Centura Wealth Advisory. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Centura Wealth Advisory, Centura, is an SEC registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in San Diego, California. Centura and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration and notice filing requirements imposed on SEC registered investment advisors, in which Centura maintains clients. Centura may only transact business in those states in which it is notice filed or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from notice filing requirements. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Tax relief varies based on client circumstances and all clients do not achieve the same results.